Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, November 7th. Thank you guys for tuning in with us tonight. We have the Beauty Talk Beauty News. Um, and I just want you all to know that if you have a question or comment or have some news of your own that you would like to share, you can give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that's 914-803-4399. All right. Uh, first, let me start off with a little bit of news of my own. Um, you know, I always give the PBA report. PBA is Professional Beauty Association. It's a great way uh, for beauty professionals to connect with other beauty professionals, um, beauty professionals in nails, hair, skin care, makeup, um, barbering, um, any beauty, professional, beauty profession you can think of, uh, they those people are members of PBA. So if you have not joined and you're interested in joining, you can go out to probeauty.org. Again, that website is www.probeauty.org. So first up, coming up um, in a couple of days, in three days actually, on November 10th, the Naha finalist announcement will be made. NAHA is the North American Hairstyling Awards, and their finalist announcement will be made on November 10th. It's too late for anybody who is interested in trying to enter. The entry is closed, okay? So, again, the NAHA finalist will be announced on November 10th. Um, also coming up very soon is uh, the um, PBA Executive Summit, and that's going to be held in Scottsdale, Arizona, from November 17th through the 18th. And uh, the uh, Executive Summit is where manufacturers and distributors, salon and spa owners, industry leaders, they all come together to connect and collaborate. Again, that's November 17th and the 18th in Scottsdale, Arizona. All right. And just save the date. Um, ISSE 2022 is coming to Long Beach, California on January 29th through the 31st. Again, that's ISSE 2022 held in Long Beach, California, and that's January 29th through the 31st of 2022. So 
you still have time to uh, get your tickets. It will be an in-person event this year. I mean, next year. In person, it will be an in-person event next January, uh, January 29th through the 31st of 2022. So for those of you who missed out, um, who weren't able to go last year because they changed it to a, um, a virtual situation, please make sure you get your tickets for the in-person event being held on January 29th through 31st in Long Beach. And now I'm going to turn it over to Denise. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Beauty Talk. Um, I will be on Twitter very briefly, um, so if you have any questions or comments, you can join me over there. I just wanted to give you an update on IMAX Los Angeles. Still no real news on um, classes and and schedules. Um, They've added a few more uh, speakers. Um, So now they have Sam Fine, Mimi Choi, uh, Love Larson, Kevin Yeager, uh, Eva Von Barr, um, Donald James Moat, uh, Mark Collier Mark are the ones that they have listed so far. I'm sure there's going to be plenty more, but um, none listed as of yet. Uh, the show is in January, and I'm just curious to know when that's going to be coming. As far as information, January 8th is what's listed as the date. Uh, January 8th and 9th in Pasadena, California, for um, IMAX Los Angeles. But again, no more details than that. They have um, they have listed a few more um, a few more sponsors um, and a few more uh, vendors that will be there. Uh, they have Vampire Cosmetics, uh, Mae Johnson and Company, Kim Chi, Jason Wu Beauty, uh, Glamcore, uh, Nigel Beauty Emporium. Uh, Kiss Dazzling Beauty, they have RCMA, Rubberware, uh, Grex, Sean Richards London, Krylin, Hank and Henry, um, Enzo Milano, Pacific Instruments, Ardell, Delium Tools, uh, Cinema Secrets, and a few more. Um, so just looking forward to um, some more updates on IMAT um, Los Angeles. But in the meantime, the makeup show appeared, again, live and in person this um this weekend uh, in New York City. So if there's anybody out there who's listening to the show who attended that, uh, please call in and let us know um, how you enjoyed that. But the Makeup Show Chicago is coming up next, uh, March 19th through the 20th of 2022. Again, the Makeup Show Chicago, March 19th through 20th, uh, 2022. But also coming up in 2022, something new called the Makeup Show Forum, um, iArtist 3.0 Elements of Art, and that will take place in New York City April 27th through the 29th, 2022. Again, April 27th through the 29th, uh, 2022. And I have a few, let's see, I have a few, just a quick little brief description of what's happening there. Um, it's three days of inspiration, education, and a business to reserve your place in the program. You can click, um, when you go to their website, you can click on the register button to pay um, $100 deposit. Um, if you sign up before November 8th, which is tomorrow, you will receive $100 off the program, which will bring the total cost to $1,350. The original cost is uh, $1,450. Um, the balance of the program is due March 1st of 2022. Again, it takes place April 27th through the 29th. Um, but if you need more information about the program, you can go to uh, themakeupshow.com. Um, included in your registration is a gift bag that's valued, valued at over $500. Um, there's over 15 sessions with the top artists and a ticket to the Makeup Show New York City on May 1st through the 2nd of 2022. So, again, this ticket includes a... Um, uh, a ticket to uh, the Makeup Show New York City next year, which will be on May 1st through the 2nd. And it's, again, it's valued at over uh, $500. So, and that's just not just a one-day ticket, but a two-day ticket uh, to the Makeup Show New York City. Um, in this program, you will build uh, for decades, four decades in days. You will gain collective years of experience and expertise encapsulated in hours as artists. Um, you will constantly develop your skill set and 
make decisions about how you will work with your clients in a special way. And this all-new program from the Makeup Show, um, you will work to help you find balance in today's industry and build to the next level by looking at art, listening to artists, and exploring um, yourselves. So this class is designed for makeup artists, hairstylists, students, enthusiasts, and anyone who wants to build a uh, beauty industry career. iArtist 3.0 helps you to reevaluate, reprogram, recharge, rethink success, reboot, and relate to your art and your client in completely different ways. So if you are ready to do the work and be part of um, this mentorship program led by Shelley Tagar, Danessa Myricks, and James Vincent, you can register, um, again, by going to the website and clicking um, the Register Now button and filling out and submitting a form um, at the For More Information button. So, again, it's put on by, um, I guess, the heads of the makeup show, Shelley, Danessa, and James. And so I have one more bit, something I saw on Facebook that I found to be very interesting that I wanted to I wanted to read to get everyone's opinion on it. And it's a post. This post has been out there. Um it was on the In My Kit group. But this post has been out there since July. So it's not a it's not a brand new post, but it's just something that I'm stumbling upon. Um by uh Margina Dennis. And so she goes to say, okay, in my kid fam, time for another business lesson. Here's the scenario. Who can explain why this is not a job to consider taking? Here we go. So she's asking why this is not a job to consider taking. Okay, so the opportunity is this. Billion-dollar company is seeking a New York City artist who does makeup and hair but can also do light wardrobe styling when needed. The person hired would oversee one other artist, be responsible for maintaining and ordering products for approximately 10 talent bags, but would be expected to bring in their own fully stocked hair and makeup kit. Uh, the day is 11 hours long with an hour unpaid lunch. This is freelance, but expected to commit to being available all days, potentially equivalent to three weeks a month. The rate is $500 a day that will be done via payroll. And so she says, and go. So she's looking forward to um, the comments. So I'm just going to read a few of the comments, and then we can kind of weigh in on what we think about it. Okay. So someone says, $500 for an 11-hour day, and they'd have to provide their own fully stocked kit from a company that brags about or has a reputation for their revenue. So she goes on with some extra language I won't repeat. Um, Billion-dollar company proudly treating people like crap. Okay. Then she goes over to say. Hold on. <laughs> hold on a second. Is that Margina's <laughs> comment? Billion dollars? No, this is this is somebody else. This is somebody else's uh, comment. Okay, so based on what? Okay, I'll hold my comment. Go ahead. <laughs> so they goes on to say, freelance and payroll are mutual exclusive things. You're either an independent contractor or an employee. There's no such thing as a freelance employee, and anyone who claims otherwise needs to have a chat with the IRS. To me, that's a non-issue. Okay, so right. they don't want the person to they don't want the person to just show up and work for scraps. They want them to do their hair, makeup, wardrobe, and manage another person for that. That's at least two positions crammed into one unpaid gig. Again, she goes on with her words. This isn't even my part of the industry. I do bridal and I live in the Midwest, and I can already tell you that $500 a day is absolutely laughable for this job in New York City. Does that even cover transportation costs? And then so she has a laughing emoji. Expected, oh, my God. Expected commitment, <laughs> expected <laughs> commitment of 75% if the month was no guarantee to work or pay. Sure, since this is obviously just a hobby and all of my living expenses are covered through the money tree, I have grown in a pot in my living room. I can definitely take a leap of faith on non-guaranteed, underpaid, overworked New York City gigs. I actually love paying to I actually love paying to work rather than getting paid. 
Okay, and then somebody else says to that person, all of this plus ordering products for 10 talent bags, who knows how frequently. Okay. All right. Let me just say this. First of all, some of these comments are just pure ignorance. Mm-hmm. Because if you if you don't know, you don't know. If if your work is in bridal, then you really don't have any business commenting on this at all. Be- at all, because it's totally different. Totally different. Just because it's a billion dollar company doesn't mean that they should be paying more. Now, I know some people are going to take that the wrong way. I don't really care how you take it. But just because it's a billion-dollar company doesn't mean that they should be giving you 5000 a day. Now, they're saying right. they're, they're looking for a, makeup, a New York City makeup artist who does makeup and hair but can also do light wardrobe styling when needed. Well, any freelance person already knows if you do makeup on certain jobs, you're going you're gonna to be expected to do hair. You're going to be expected mm-hmm. to do light hair, even light wardrobe styling. And light wardrobe styling doesn't necessarily mean um, you buying the clothes, but it could, be, it could mean you actually assisting the talent with the clothes. Basically, right? if there's a wrinkle in the shirt, you know, fix the shirt, right. you know, exactly. while they're on set. Exactly. If there's, if there's lint on clothing, get the lint off. Got it. Okay, so then the person has to oversee one other artist and buy products for 10 talent bags and be expected to bring their own fully stocked hair makeup kit. That sounds like what we do every day. Absolutely. As a, as a makeup department head, you're overseeing more than one person. Um, you're buying products for quite a few talents. Meanwhile, this is not with your own money. It's not with your money. At least I'm not thinking it's with your own money that you're that you're stock that you're buying products for these things. It says being responsible no. for maintaining and ordering products for approximately ten talent bags. But you would also be expected to bring it so even though those talent bags have products in them, you're also expected to bring your own makeup kit. Okay. That sounds exactly what we do all the time. So mm-hmm. I'm just trying to figure out, is, is the real issue the $500 a day? Because it sounds Let to me, me like this. there may be, there's, an op, there's an opportunity for you to work three weeks out of the month. But right. if, if the $500 a day is, is not enough for, and it's 11-hour day, so they're tripping on the 11-hour day as well. Let me say this. From all that I've heard, um, forty-five basically five hundred dollars a day breaks down to forty-five dollars and forty-five cents an hour for you know for eleven for that eleven hours. Uh, mm-hmm. I just took the five hundred divided by the eleven uh, eleven hours. You get is forty-five dollars and forty-five cents, mm-hmm. which is a good salary. Okay, mm-hmm. that's number one. The fact what they use the term freelance and payroll, I mean, that's not even worth talking about. If this is a no. legitimate gig, if this is a legitimate gig, I'm not tripping over your terminology. No. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, um, honestly, you would want to be on payroll for so many reasons. Maybe one day we'll do a business show. We can break that down. But for so many reasons, you would really want to be on payroll. Um, the fact that it's possibly three weeks of work, that's great. An 11-hour day is normal for someone working film and television. Right. Um, I don't know what they didn't – I couldn't really tell with this what um, – you know, what kind of job, makeup job it is, if it's something before a camera, if it's a, I mean, it doesn't sound like a photo shoot, you know. Um, the fact that they said billion-dollar company, I don't didn't really think that they were necessarily bragging about their revenue. Um, I think what people mm-hmm. are tripping, tripping off of is, the fact that it sounds like you're doing three jobs when actually they're saying they're looking for a makeup artist who does hair, 
let's not act like that's not normal because a lot of freelance jobs will ask you for that. They know that themselves. Even if you're working on independent films sometimes, they may want you to be able to mm-hmm. do makeup and hair. Exactly. And then just to be prepared to do some light uh, styling work, what have you, you know, if you're confused about what that entails, ask them. Ask the questions. Well, what does light styling mean? Because just like you said, I really don't think that they have to go out and shop for the clothes and and do fittings and um, do all this stuff. You know what I mean? I think it's just more so... If you know, if you see something wrong with the clothes while they while the talent is doing whatever they're supposed to do, then you just fix it. I don't think it's anything more than that. But like I said, you have to ask them the questions and be very clear um, and about is, what it is, and this that is you have to do. And this is another thing as well. So if if you really have a problem with the five hundred a day rate, right? And let's just say. Let's say that you are uh, that one person that you're overseeing, you know. So when it comes to the light wardrobe styling, you as the person who's obviously the head of this department or the head of whatever this is, you know, you can always get that other person to do the light wardrobe styling if that's really an issue for you. To make well, that $500 make have- sense to yourself. And the fact that you the fact that you have ten people to oversee that's nothing either. That's not that that's absolutely nothing. I mean, you have two people there. It sounds like you you know you make and split up the talent five each. The eleven hour day that's part of your day. You there doing the makeup. Once the makeup is done and they go and do whatever they have to do, so you're basically just watching people, making sure they're not sweating or whatever the situation is. Um. And the fact that it's New York City, it, at this point, it doesn't matter. And that's why you have to ask the questions, because if you're going to be doing, like, something television or film-related, then where you live, or where you, rather, where you work, rather, as a makeup artist, it's not going to really matter if it's um, 500 a day or more. No, um, because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, budgets have changed. I don't care if it's coming from a million-dollar company or what. Budgets have changed. I don't know what this company does. I don't know what this company is doing to, um, to um, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to even say where money is going. Like Jennifer, Jennifer Ivey says, no, she wouldn't work for $500 um, a day. But, you know, there are people out there who – who um who would? There are people out there who need the opportunity. For somebody just starting out, I, to me, this is perfect. It's perfect. I don't think this is a, a, a mistreatment of, of anybody, um, but I think for people just starting out, want to get their feet wet, why not? $500 a day is $500 a day. Um but, again, you have to ask the questions. You know, we don't know yeah. all the details based off of this post. You have to ask the questions. Now, like in film and television, as a depart- makeup department head, you know, again, you're responsible for, um, you're responsible for uh, you know, the, your department, however many people's in the department. This movie we just finished, we had well over 10 people um, that we were responsible for. You know, we had to order for for all all aspects of the, the makeup department, not just the individual bags, but you know, we had to do a lot of order but that was money provided to us as for as a department from the production. There's a budget for the product right. from the production to make to you know, to to buy these products for the talent. Okay. So no, you're not taking it all out of yours. But then you have um you know, we we come to the trailer with all of our stuff. So we have a full uh, makeup kit that we have of our own that we bring to work. Um, not just that, but we also get paid a box rental. So the thing about it is when you're offered something, um, when you're offered something, you don't have to take exactly what they're giving you. You can always mm-hmm. ask for more. You can always negotiate more. Tell people why you're asking for more. Um, you know, a, a box rental. You're using your kit. 
ask for a box journal in addition to that 500 a day. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Not just that, but if you have an issue with then you got to remember, this isn't a union gig. So you're not going to come out there getting pay, paid separately. People can ask you to do hair, makeup, whatever on, on these types. Of, I don't know what kind of gig it is exactly, but this is not a union gig. Because a union gig, you can only do one or the other, hair or makeup. Costumes, totally right. different union. But, you know, so you would have to ask the questions exactly. When you say light styling, what does that mean? Because we could, mm-hmm. you could be sitting, some people are thinking, oh, I got to go buy the clothes for all the actors. I got, no, this post didn't say that. It says light wardrobe styling. So that could be once that, once that actor or talent is in that clothing, okay, yeah, you may have to, you know, use your lint brush on them or whatever. You may have to straighten up a tie. You may have to button up a sleeve. Whatever that means, whatever light styling means, I'm not going to say, okay, well, you need to pay me $550 if I'm going to do light styling. I'm not going to say, you know, going into it as a freelance artist, hair and makeup, yeah. These are, these, this rate, believe it or not, is a going rate for that type of thing. It, it really is. Yeah. It's a going rate for and that also, type of thing. Also, Even in New York City, so don't get it twisted, New York, that that's going to, um, you know, the, the rate should be more. Right. Jennifer Ivy is on the line. I'm going to bring her on in one second. But I just wanted to say um, also the fact that they said a freelance, you know, artist, and then they also said payroll, I wouldn't trip over that because payroll may be the only way that this particular company pays. A lot of times yeah, you'll and go out it. and you'll do, you'll, you'll do a job some, for some, you know, for somebody or whatever, and they um, – They'll pay you, but they'll say, we have to set you up as a vendor for our company, and they, don't, they won't process anything until their next payroll. So payroll may just be something for them as the only way that their company will pay. So I wouldn't really get those two things, you know, start making an issue out of those two things. But not, but not just that. For a job like this, you want to be paid for payroll, number one. Um, number one, because they're offering you three weeks. When you're paid through payroll, you're getting paid like however they however they pay. They could pay on a weekly basis or a biweekly basis. So you're getting paid practically every week. You're not waiting 30 to 45 days, um, you know, for them to cut a check. So this that's how you that's how you want to get paid. That's how you want to get paid. I mean, right. we're all freelancers, but when, but when we work on film and television production, we get paid through a payroll. So we get paid every week. And I'm we're not complaining about that. that point. No, yeah. not at all. I'm going to bring Jennifer on. Yeah. You hey, may Jen. want to be a, an employee when it, when it comes I'm to here. when it comes to um, when it comes to uh, unemployment. At that point, like when you when this job is over and you don't have anything else to do, you can file for unemployment because you were considered an employee. You have those pay stubs. Absolutely. What what do you, what's your take on it, Jen? Okay, I missed the first part of the scenario. So can you guys fill me in on? Okay. Yeah, I'll read yes. it. I'll read it. Okay. Okay. The opportunity is this: a billion-dollar company is seeking a New York City artist who does makeup and hair, but can also do light wardrobe styling when needed. Not every day. When needed, the person hired will always be one of the artists. Be responsible for maintaining and ordering products for approximately ten talent bags but would be expected to bring in their own fully stocked hair makeup kit. The day is 11 hours long with an hour unpaid lunch. This is freelance, but expected to commit to being available all days, potentially equivalent to three weeks a month. The rate is 500 per day. That will be done via payroll. Okay. For me, I would need to know what the project is. Because well, to that's, me, that's, that's asking it. a lot. And I know maybe, like I said, I, I came in. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a couple of minutes late on this. I would need to know if this is the type of project that I be, I would be willing to do for this mm-hmm. type of money because that's a lot. And I'm, and it's for you said 
you said one week out of the month for three months? No, the days will be considered will be equivalent to three weeks out of the month. I need to know what I was working on, and so I could decide if this is what I want to do, because you know sometimes you may do things that you normally wouldn't do, but if it's a, a project that you really you want to work on, you'll do it. Right. I think that's a lot for five hundred dollars, and with all the extras. Well, I will I will agree with with one thing. Like, you know, with ten people, only two people working, two artists working, ten talent. If you're doing hair and makeup for both, that is a that is a lot. Um. Now, yeah, because are we talking about it, women, men? Do they have to be groomed? What, what you know what I mean? That's there's yeah, and that's the thing. You would just have to ask those questions, like, oh, how many men? How many women? Um, mm-hmm. When you say makeup artist who can do hair, most of the for most jobs, I'll say I'll just use me as an example. When I was starting out and doing work and doing commercials and things where they wanted me to do hair, it was light hair. You know, right. for the most part, making sure that the hair was, was neat, you know, no stray hairs and things like that. It really wasn't necessarily me whipping out my curling irons and, and doing hair. Um, but the way I see it, if, if both of us are going to get paid $500, if you have a person that's, that's with you that may be a person who does makeup and hair as well, you know, whoever's stronger in hair can do the hair, and you know what I mean. Like you can really help each other um, to to get to a point where okay, maybe we're not doing as much work as it sounds because maybe somebody is focusing. Like for those people who may need the, the curling irons ripped out on, then maybe let the your other person do that. Whereas you would just be making sure that the hair looked neat. You know, oh, giving the here's the brush, give it to give the client the brush. They can brush their own hair, you know, something like that. Uh, but it really depends. You just have to really ask, what yeah, is your job? Yeah, there, there's a lot of questions. Now, I, I don't want to mm-hmm. cut you off, but there's a lot of questions mm-hmm. that you should ask because are you dealing with people that are already, like, they've had their hair cut and all you have to do is maintain. Mm-hmm. And you, like you said, spray mm-hmm. and brush and all that. That's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, someone that's coming off of the street, you don't really know, and you don't have time, and, and then you have to deal with wardrobe, and I, I don't know. I think that's a lot. You have to ask a lot of questions I, to make sure think, what you're doing. I think I think we're all thinking like too hard on this, making it too deep, because you're also coming from a film TV mind frame, you know, based on what we do now. And you're looking at the scenario as if it were that type of thing. Okay. Because I've, I've done jobs, I've done jobs in the past, you know, early in my career where I was paid maybe like $400 for the job. Didn't quite work 11 hours, maybe like a, I don't know, an eight to 10 hour day, maybe. And, okay. and you were, we were doing hair, makeup, um, and sometimes, sometimes, um, and the light styling was no more than, like I was stating earlier, taking a lint brush, rolling it down somebody's sleeve or somebody's jacket or whatever, that was it. These, the, the client put their own clothes on. They did all of that themselves. People come, people showed up the way they normally would come to work. So the hair is all, their hair, they come to work with their hair done. Um, and mm-hmm. you're, I mean, basically the hair that you're doing, it's so light. Somebody might just ask you for hairspray. Somebody might just need a little bump here, there, and that's it. Because if these are professional people, um, depending on the job, uh, but, uh, most, most yeah. of the jobs I've done before were like with Coca-Cola, things like that. These are professional people. They're, no, no executive from, from Coke is going to come to something where they know they got to be on camera or whatever and their hair is not done. They're going to come to work looking like something, and then what you do to them afterwards is just extra. 
but it was yeah. not like a heavy, a heavy hair thing. Definitely wasn't a heavy um, styling thing. It was mostly really they, they were coming in for makeup, and that was that. And it was an easy enough uh, easy enough gig. Now I don't know if that's again if that's the case for this job. Um, she she went on to state that she kind of. Um, phrased it that way because she was just doing a case study. I guess this was a job that she was presented with or whatever, and so she was practically interviewing these people um, about what the job really was and things like that. And so this was just Mm -hmm. a case study just to see what, you know, if people would bite or not. Um, But people were, uh, people just looking through the comments, people were stuck on that billion-dollar company. Because they're thinking if this is a billion dollars, I think people were looking at that without really thinking about it and and coming up with the necessary questions. So people who were, um, they saw a billion-dollar company and they automatically thought it should be more than $500 because, again, they're looking at, I got to do hair, I got to do makeup, I got to do, uh, you know, costumes or styling. But right. as it said in the post, style, light styling if needed. Um, it wasn't a guarantee on the three weeks of work, but they're saying that just expect that you're expected to commit to being available all the days, potentially equivalent to three weeks a month. So there's no guarantee that you were going to have um, all of those days of work, but the days you did work, it was going to be 500 a day. Um, again, but I still think it goes back starting, to this question of you have to ask questions. You do, but I'm just but basically for for this scenario, what she gave us, for what she gave us, I'm just you know wondering what people think just based on what she gave us because you definitely have to ask more questions because you don't know what you're doing, you don't know what it yeah. is. You definitely have to ask. And questions. I think you but need again, to like know said, what you're getting into. I mean, like I said before, I've done jobs early in my career, getting paid four hundred dollars a day, and I might have had eight people I had to do. Right. But, you know, it just depends. It, I mean, how bad do you need the $500? Right. And I know being in, being in New York City, there, there's, a, there's a challenge because if you're not driving, um, if you're on public transportation, then it could be That's a whole other scenario. Different. Yeah. Right. So, it's a, like I said, I go back to you got to ask questions. You have yeah. to ask What's all entailed, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But for a person who doesn't mind working, I mean, just just to get their feet wet, get the experience, and if they need the money to make the money, it might not be a bad yeah, idea. Yeah, you go do it. Yeah, you go do it for the experience, and then you can move forward. I mean, I wouldn't do it simply because I don't like hair. Yeah, well, I'm fine with hair, so but I would need to know more. I need to be you need to be very specific for me and know what I'm getting into. Yeah. And you can plan your day and then you know your challenges and then you can go from there. But I feel like the more information you have up front, then you can move forward. And that's the right. key. Mm-hmm. That's the key. And that, and honestly, that's, you know, if somebody gave you a phone call and said that same information that she just read, you know, before you could even say yes, or before I would even say yes, that would be my thing. I would be like, okay, well, what kind of job is this? And how many men are we right. talking? How many women? Um, right. But I will say, and I have to agree with my sister on one thing, is that jobs that I've done in the past, like early on in my career when I've had phone calls like this, um, I ask those questions, you know, how many men, how many women. And in my mind, I'm like freaking out because I'm like, I don't really want to do hair, you know, whatever, whatever. But I would pack, pack my hair bag and pack all this stuff, and I would get there, and it's exactly like what she's saying. You know, if this was like a corporate video or something, those people come to you like they came to work. And for the most part, right. you know, it's just about getting their makeup done, 
Um, I don't have to do anything with their clothes because they're, they're already dressed. So it's basically, oh, like she said, if somebody needs a lint brush or, you know, if somebody's sitting down when they're actually going before the camera and you need to fix their collar or something, you go in and fix the collar. Um, it's mostly about makeup and just offering people whatever they need for their hair, like like she said, hairspray or something like that. It's not even about really taking out your tools or anything like that. Um, that's what this job sounds like to me. Um, okay. and, I, and so with, if, if that is the case, then $500 is, is fine. It's perfectly fine. You're not really coming in to be a hairstylist, a makeup artist, and a wardrobe stylist and do those jobs, three independent jobs. That's the way it sounds to me. I feel like you're coming in to be a makeup artist, and you will be able to help out with hair in whatever way that's needed. You'll be able to fix anything that's going wrong with the clothes, you know, if that's needed. And I'm not saying you have to bring a kit with needle and thread and, like, whatever a a, um, stylist would bring. I'm not saying you would have to bring all of that. As far as shopping for for talent, for 10 people, like my sister said earlier, that's what we do all the time on filming TV. We go out, we shop. Who doesn't want a makeup shop? I mean, you know, you go out, right. hit up Sephora, mm-hmm. buy products that's needed to maintain 10 bags. They're saying that you're expected to have your full kit. I don't go on a job without my full kit. So that mm-hmm. should not be an issue mm-hmm. for anyone. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to ask them to pay for the use of my kit. So I'm going to ask mm-hmm. you to pay me a kit fee. For every time that I bring my kit, you're going to pay me a kit fee. And honestly, that's really not going to be negotiable. And the shopping that we're doing for to to buy products to maintain these 10 bags, that's on you. You're giving me the money to do that. Right. So, I mean, like, I agree. You know, that, that's how I agree. I agree. That's yes, how I, I agree. So, but but the key is, just like you're saying, is you got to know exactly what it is because if it's not what I just described, now then we may have an issue. You know, then it may be right. maybe that's something. That's why I say you have to ask the questions. Yeah, because I'm like, at this point, I'm like, okay, now if you're expecting me to do three individual full jobs, then that's something different. But mm-hmm. I, I just base it, I base it on the salary. They said $500 makeup artists who can do hair and you may have to do light styling, that to me doesn't sound like three individual jobs. And for the for the person who, who made a comment um, about the bridal, you can't even compare this job to bridal at all. Yeah, bridal really can be a little, yeah, that can be a little convoluted. Mm-hmm. And you can't. Because, you know, you and, go to do the bride, and then you end up doing the bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the fact that this Which is always happened for me. Yeah. The fact that this is New York City. So you have to ask really, the questions. Yeah, you do. You really do. You have to. You have to. And, and, but and there are so the many scenarios where you have where – it is very cut and dry, like you said. And then mm-hmm. you get there, and they expect you to do a whole lot of other stuff. You know, there's that aspect, mm-hmm. too, which you never know. And it's all on your comfortability level. Right. Right. It's, it can be I very just, tricky. That's that... why you have to ask the question. Mm-hmm. It is tricky, but here's the thing. You just have to, like you said, ask the questions, um, but but not only with jobs that sounds a little sketchy, but you have to ask the questions at all times. Somebody could be saying, hey, we're going to pay you $1,000 a day. We want you to come in to do makeup for $1,000 a day. You're going to have two weeks of, two weeks of work uh, or two days of work. It doesn't matter. And it could just seem so simple. Okay, I'm coming in. I'm doing makeup for a thousand dollars. That's it. Mm-hmm. You might think, oh, that's great. Two days of work, a thousand dollars each day. That's perfect. 
okay, wait, just tell me when I'm supposed to show up. You know what I mean? But right. even, mm-hmm. a, even a call like that, you're supposed to say, oh, well, well, what is this for? You haven't told me if this is a commercial. You haven't told me if this is a, a, a photo shoot. Like, I don't know, you know, you should go into every job prepared, prepared, mm-hmm. you know, and is this, a, is this a person, is this something somebody's doing personally, like a personal event or something, or are they going before a camera? And if so, what kind of camera? Is this film and TV or is this a photo shoot? What? Because as a makeup artist, you want to be very well prepared, not just exactly. finding out when you get there. You know what I mean? Am I am I yeah. doing makeup for a woman? Mm-hmm. Am I doing a makeup for a man? Okay, I'm doing a woman. Is she a black woman? Is she a white woman? Is she an Asian woman? You know what I mean? What what is this? Or are you dealing with you want to make sure exactly yeah. exactly. You want to make sure that your kit is stocked for whoever you are going to do. Now, if it's just one person, mm-hmm. you may not want to bring this big old kit. Um, and that's why it's important to find out who it's for. And just because they may say mm-hmm. it's for an Asian woman, it, I, I may condense my kit for one person. It may be for an Asian woman, but I'm going to have enough in there for a Caucasian woman and a black woman and a whoever else woman. You know you what I mean? To. Even though to. Even yep. though I'm going to. to condense it, even though I'm going to condense it, I'm still going to have enough for anybody else. So it's just you still have to ask those questions even if you – you, it seems like they're presenting all of the information. There's always something that's being left out. And then you might still want to ask on that very same day, okay, well, how am I being paid for this? If, is this something going through payroll, or is this something you just pay me a flat rate? Um, you know, how is this working that I'm not going to be taxed for? Am I going to have to invoice you? Because if that's the case, you, well, you want to show up the day of the job with your invoice. Well, it's just like um, with uh, when you guys had Marietta on, um, you have to ask all the questions and know what you're getting into. Because she said that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are all the details? you got to find out the details. Right. And so then that's how you know how to move forward. Right. You're right. So it's almost like, I think what she said, um, she said you have to almost interview people like they interview you. Yeah, absolutely. To know what you're getting into. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to you have to ask the questions. You know why? Because because some of these people calling you for the job, some of them, to be honest with you, don't even know what to say. They're going to pay because they may have never done this before, and they're just pull, They may just be pulling a number out of the air with something that they think um, they're not sure. So that's why it's always important to ask questions because. Just like my sister said, just because they're offering 500 day, a day doesn't mean that you can't negotiate and try to get 600, exactly. you know, or, or, you know, or whatever, because um, You're asking you just don't do know. You're a couple of different tasks, yeah. Good, right. But, you know, but then it's also about being clear about those tasks. Hey, um Am I expected to do full heads of hair? You know, am I expecting to dress mm-hmm. the talent? You know, am I expected to dress the talent? You know, and they may come out and say, oh, no, it's just that, you know, we want you to be able to have something for the hair just in case if somebody needs it, you know what I mean, or we just want you to be able to straighten out or fix their clothes if they need it. It's not like you're going to be styling them, or it's not like you're going to need to do a full head of hair. It's just we really want you there for the makeup, um, and then if they need something for hair, that you'll be able to do it. Then that makes a difference. But you can't be afraid exactly. to ask the questions. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the fact that they, no. that they are, the fact that they are saying that they're a billion-dollar company may be that they are not trying to say who they are. 
Now, because like if this job post was on social media, sometimes you'll or sometimes you'll even see it in the. I remember like back in the day when you used to look in the newspaper at like for jobs and stuff. You may see billion dollar company, and then when you actually call or go on an interview, it's like a well known company. They may not be trying mm-hmm. to say who they are for whatever the reasons, you know. Um, but yeah. also the point that my sister, but the point that my sister made, just because they are a billion dollar company, doesn't um, still doesn't mean that they have to be paying paying you a thousand or fifteen hundred a day. You know what I mean? It's right. I mean, you know, we work we work for billion dollar film studios. And, yep. you know, we know what our rates are per our contract. So, you know, just because somebody has it doesn't mean that they're going to pay you. But then you never know what they're going to pay you unless you ask. So that's why, again, for the hundredth time, you got to ask the questions. But then also yeah. you got to you gotta be, you gotta be willing to you ask the questions. You know, yeah. Ask the question, but but also ask for the rate that you want after you Everything. ask the question, you know? Yeah, you can't be shy about it. You can't be shy about it. So yeah. back yeah, to the I know what you're, point, what you're getting into. Right. So back to the original point that was made, why you shouldn't take that job, I'm not necessarily saying that you shouldn't take it. If If, if you have doubts based on that information, then don't take it. But if you have the opportunity right. to ask more, if you have the opportunity to ask more questions, once you get your answers, it may be something that you're willing to take. Right. Yeah, and don't and don't and always skip over freelance and payroll. Yeah, and sometimes you just have to go and see. You have to go and see and do it, and you know. Do it, live it, and say, okay, I can do this or I can't. Yeah, because the thing exactly. about it is, if you if if the thing about it is, if you if you ask the questions and 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 try to get like a rate increase and all that, but let's just say they didn't offer you the rate increase, but you decide to do the job anyway. If you show them that you can do a good job, and you go back to them. They may, you know, after like working there a few times, they may they may possibly increase your rate. You never know. But that's why that's I say this always is this a possibility. Is, think, yeah, that's why I say this is good for somebody who's really just starting out or or maybe been in the business a couple of years, who you know would be willing to give it a try, because just because it is written up one way, it doesn't mean that it has to stay that way. Right. Because yeah. the thing is, you yeah. can let like you, you can said, let you, you can should let always go try. Yeah, you can let the opportunity go, go slip try by. It out. But yeah, yet you can still be out. sitting at home. You can still sit at home with no work. So you know. Yeah, yeah. I definitely go try it at least once. Right. Mm-hmm. At least once. And then you know what you're dealing with. And if you can deal with it, then do it. We've all done jobs that you're like, yeah, well, not ideal, but okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know what you're dealing yep. with. So you can do it. It sounds like it could be okay a, with it, you. it sounds like it could really actually be a good, um, <laughs> it sounds like it could be actually a good, uh, I just had a thought, excuse me, y'all, but. <laughs> it could be good. <laughs> it could be good. It could be a good situation. Um, you never know. You know what? That could lead to other jobs. This job might not be the best, like the optimal job, but then it could lead to something else that will be a good paying situation and a good where you only have to do makeup and, you know, because. Like you guys have said, we've all done those crazy jobs. The crazy thing about it is you can go into a place, into a situation, work for people for, for a while, for a few months, and almost convince them of anything. If you do a good job mm-hmm. and, you're, and people are satisfied with you, you can almost convince them 
to hire another person for hair. Or yeah. to hire mm-hmm. a, yeah. you know what I mean? Or to hire a person to do the styling. You can convince them of just about anything if you go in and have the right attitude and, and do a good job. Yeah. That's so true. Well, and then so, again, so also, budgets change, and then they can afford to hire another person. Well, you know clearly I mean? they look, – look, look, going back to this, they're a billion-dollar company. Clearly they can afford <laughs> Well, you know, they're, you know, they always try to cut off the – you know, cut off as much as they can and have one oh person do oh everything. They're going to try it. They're going to try it. Yeah. But again, we mm-hmm. don't we don't know what the job is and what what type of event this is going to be, so we don't know what is actually going into it. And just because it's a billion dollar company doesn't mean that they're going to put all their billions into this one job. They could have their hands in a bunch of different pots, and so a certain amount of money may have been allocated to this particular job. And so, producing the whole thing and putting everything together, there may be certain amounts budgeted for this department, certain amounts budgeted for another department. So you really just don't know. It goes back to what we said. Ask the questions. Ask yeah. questions. That was a good one. Yeah. I enjoyed that one. That was that was a good one. Um, I just hope, you know, people, I don't know. I think people just, I think first when you, when you title it, why you, this is, you know, a job, you know, you shouldn't take. That right there puts people on alert for something negative, and then you start Absolutely. looking it, and it just goes from there. So, but I at think, the same um, time, we've all been in this scenario before, mm-hmm. and yeah. you you either choose to do it or not, or do it and see how it plays out. And then you know how to move forward. Yep, absolutely. Because right. if it's like too much, you're like, okay. Um, because I do believe that there are scenarios where they do put all the very, okay, a little light styling, this and a third. Next thing you know, you're a costumer. You know, <laughs> on a show or whatever. You know what I mean? You're doing so much. And you're like, right? how did it get here? Yeah. When it gets to that point, then you know that, you know, they're taking advantage and that's not where you need to be. Mm-hmm. But if it's really just something simple as, you know, some lint on some clothing, you know, to me, in my opinion, there's no harm in that. There's no harm in, you know. Exactly. Oh, somebody, somebody, somebody needs their shirt clipped in the back. Okay. You just clip it in the back, you know. That's, but that's, well, that's not I've told you guys, you know, stuff that I have done in my theater world where people are like, oh, no, you can't touch, you know, wardrobe and this and that. And I'm like, if it, depending upon someone going on stage and us doing what we need to do, I'm going to do it. If the person is not there, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to wait for someone else to be there. I don't expect right. that to reflect in my pay. I'm just like, the show needs to go on. So, and I'm standing there, I'm going to do it. I don't care about, right. you know, any other thing. I'm not going to be paid for this or whatever. Right. But I think that's the exception to the rule, though. True. So true. Yeah. But, so. Yeah. It, it. You know that situation. That situation could go both ways, but um, it's mm-hmm. all. It's all. Also, it's all a learning experience. Um, definitely, if you're someone just starting out, don't don't turn your back on it. Just get all the information. You know, for those of us who are more experienced, um, you know, these are things we already know. We already know how to um, ask the questions um, because for most most part, we're going to always go in negotiating. Um, Mm -hmm. So definitely, 
ask the questions, get all the information you need before you even give an answer. Don't feel like you have to answer right then and there. You know, um, just let them know. I'm interested, but can I call you back? I'm interested, but let me check my book and call you back. You know, whatever it needs to be, but you don't have to always answer right then and there. So it's definitely um, definitely a lesson to be learned, especially for those who are new. So, But well, I, I enjoyed that. that when people want you to do a whole bunch of stuff, I think if you lead with, um, I just want to make sure that I'm doing everything you want me to do. And that is correct. And I'm doing everything that you need me to do. Mm-hmm. Same meaning that you don't want to sign up for something that you know you can't produce. So that's why you ask the questions so you know what you need to do so you can produce the product with the people that that need it. Right. Right. And then everybody's happy at the end of the day. You know what I mean? And, you know, everyone wants to make sure everyone's happy and Everything's done well. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So, so true. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it for tonight. That is it for tonight. Uh, we just wanted to share some beauty news with you, and um, that was a great topic. Um, definitely, I would love to do some more topics that would really help um some people who are new in the business, um, mm-hmm. you know, to just learn a little bit more and hear more about, you know, different scenarios that they may possibly come across. Um, I think that would be good uh, for some people to hear. But just reminding you guys, last week we had on Sylvia of Soul Pause, and she <clears throat> she gave us a coupon code for our listeners, um, the coupon code was Beauty Talk, and it's all one word um, to use for a discount on her website. Her website, which is www.soulpaz.com, that's S-O-U-L-P-A-Z.com, and um, she also have an, she also uh, gave us access to a free consultation. Um, to help anyone plan their holiday gifts with self-care in mind. And that is, and we'll, I'll post this out on the Instagram, um, on the Beauty Talk Instagram. It's HTTPS link tree slash soul pause. So I'll post that out there as well. So, again, that's access to a free consultation to help anyone plan their holiday gifts with self-care in mind. And then there's also a code, a discount code, and that code is Beauty Talk. Um, I received products in the mail that I purchased um, just to support. And what I'm telling you, when I opened the box, the, they were so it was so fragrant. It, it was unbelievable. As soon as I lifted the box open, this wonderful aroma. It was so nice. Um, so I just want to try her products, and I'll I'll let people know how what I think about them. But um, Sylvia was so fun last week, <laughs> um, and she shared some some different things about self care and uh, body care. Um, that was really great. So if you didn't hear the interview, go out and check that out from last week. So that is it for tonight. Um, make sure you guys tune in next week. We won't have a guest for you guys next week. Um, what else? Follow us on Facebook. We are Beauty Talk Online. On on Instagram, we are Beauty underscore Talk underscore Media. And on Twitter, we are Beauty underscore Talk. All right? So with that being said, everyone have a wonderful evening and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. See you on Tuesday, Jen. Oh, hey. <laughs>
Good night. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>